Hello, hello. I am so sorry to do this, but I was just itching to tell you this one. I still had blood in my veins yesterday. At least, I'm certain something thrummed through my ears as I tossed and turned on my pillow. Why can't it ever just be mild outside? Why must the weather oscillate between extreme cold and heat? I kicked my sheet off, trading a fraction of a degree for phantom vulnerability. If I stayed as still as possible and pretended to be asleep, maybe my mind would drift off for real. Perhaps I'd rested too much during the day. When the rain let up, I got my hammock out of storage and lazed under some apple trees. Petals from spent blossoms fluttered down onto the neglected pages of my book. Coupled with raindrops spotting the paper, it might have looked like I was weeping into some sad story. But far from it, I was quite at peace. The book and I were open to whatever the heavens saw fit to rain down on us just enjoying being outside, smiling softly, swaying in the sunlight. Like the rudest possible guest, the warmth overstayed its welcome, invited its friends, and stayed the night. I was laying motionless on my side when I heard a close, crunching noise. Very close. Within my ear. I rocked my head gently, pivoting on my ear, trying to replicate the sound. It was not unlike what you hear if you use a Q-tip or some such, and I thought it was some sort of upstart hair jutting out to say hello. Regardless of how I angled my head, I only heard it if I was flat with the pillow and still for a time. The crunchy rumble creaked on, as if moving towards the opening of my ear. Taking care not to disturb my neck, I brought my hand up to my face and quickly hooked my index finger around my ear, pinching the canal closed. Obviously, I heard the obstruction this caused, but beyond that, deeper into my head, I heard the curious rumble again. My eyes shot open in a panic, not because I'd pushed back some wad of earwax falling out of my head, but because whatever it was seemed to react to my intrusion. I could explain the initial movement easily enough, but it was the delayed noises that made my stomach lurch. A sensation I was certain was something correcting itself and skittering back into the depths of my skull. Between the fear and the mirror, I accomplished nothing with my tweezers besides scratching the inside of my ear raw. That whole side of my head itched. I scratched at my scalp, eyes and nose, Many hours and allergy pills later, I drifted off to a fitful sleep. I woke up today scratching the back of my right hand. The first layers of skin were already torn at the base of my index finger. I went through the motions of getting ready for work, but that quickly gave way to searching for something to soothe the itch. I tore through the house for an abrasive surface, anything that would assuage my hand. I tried exposed bricks, sandpaper, even that tiny side of the cheese grater no one uses, 
At last, I held it under scalding water. I felt nothing but the searing itch beneath my blistering flesh. The boiled skin ripped open from my now constant scratching. A small tear through which I could see the glistening red within. There was no blood, no pain. I dug my fingernail into the tear and worked the wound open. It was bizarre to peel the skin back and feel nothing apart from the psychological distress of my mind bellowing at me to stop. The first thing that struck me was how dry everything was. The last bastions of moisture seemed to be held up in thin veins of yellow mucus twisting around the muscles. Through the window I had opened into myself, I spied something white peeking between the red of parched tissue. Running parallel to the tendon of my index finger, the source of the infernal itch nestled between my muscle tissue like a forgotten bookmark. I gingerly pinched the edge of it. It felt like wax and paper threatening to split apart if I pulled too fast. I had grasped it in the middle and I could feel each end come away and as it slid out, the burning itch left with it. Relief was instantaneous. I closed my eyes to savor the moment's relief. I held some sort of flatworm, around four inches long. Its body was paper thin, composed of oval segments. In the center of each segment, a small black sphere sat fixed in place by a tightly drawn layer of the white flesh comprising the rest of its body. I abandoned my study of the thing when the itching sensation flared up again. With the parasite removed, more tertiary aches came to the forefront. One was further along the same hand. I rooted a finger into the loose flesh and looked inside. I saw pale skin dotted with evenly spaced black spots wrapped around the knuckle of my pinky finger. I coaxed it off the muscle and bone and once again felt elation. The bliss was as perverse as it was brief. I stared in terror at my ruined, ghoulish hand. I thought of how I could possibly fix this, of the sheer wrongness that this unfeeling, dead limb was a part of me, had ever been a part of me. Like stars in the evening sky, itchy pinpoints blossomed across my body. I could imagine, based on where the itching was and how it felt, what the position the worms would be in. I could feel one wrapped around the base of my left big toe, one in a bunch below my right knee, one laying long and thin around the rim of my nostril, ending at the tip of my nose. There is no feeling left, only itching in relief when I cut one out. That I haven't gone into shock from the large portions I've excised from myself is a testament to that fact. I only hope I run out of them before I run out of me.